Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yijun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. And every week on this show, we dive deep into an aspect of food culture in Malaysia, and I bring in some food friends and experts to talk about it. So, today we are going to be talking about condensed milk, but not just any condensed milk, actually healthy condensed milk, which I know it's quite an oxymoron, right? Now, Malaysians are very, very familiar with our country's rising rate of diabetes and a bunch of health issues. After all, in the past few years, there have been so many reports stating that Malaysians have the highest rate of obesity in Southeast Asia and sometimes even Asia as a whole. And even if you aren't particularly in tune with health reports and, you know, WHO stats, just look around at our cuisine and you'll see sweet kueh's, carbohydrate-heavy noodles and rice dishes, and even our drinks like tetare and syrup bandung are spiked with so, so much sugar. The future, though, is looking bright as there have been a few food startups bursting on the scene promoting a healthier lifestyle for Malaysians. So as we mentioned in the beginning, today's show will be about healthy condensed milk, and it's done by Potong Guler, a Malaysian company that's developing low-sugar, diabetic-friendly alternatives to our foods, starting with condensed milk. So today we have two of the three siblings behind the company, Anas Lufti Norman, the co-founder and head of marketing, and Amira Jasmine Norman, the founder and chief formulist in the studio with us today. And we'll hear the story of their company, learn more about how our foods can be a lot healthier, but stay just as tasty. Welcome on the show, guys. Thank you for having us here. Thank you very much. So, first off, tell me the story of Potongular and how did it come about? Great. Okay. So first off, the company name is Potongular FNB Studio Ampad. So how it started is that, okay, I will, I will forward to Amira and how the milk itself was discovered by the family. Yeah. Um, the first Potongular was actually created by accident <laughs> when I was uh, doing my homework. Um, I had to do uh, a, some sort of pastry at home, but we didn't have condensed milk because we've been not using sugar products for over 10 years and we've been using stevia. So it started with me just combining milk powder and stevia. And from there, the first prototype has been made. Mm, <laughs> yeah. So this was for just your weekend bake at home. Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a pastry assignment for her for right, her right, studies right. Uh, because yeah. she was studying in Le Cordon Bleu. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So then you you said you haven't used sugar in, in 10 years. Why is that? Ever since, um, because we've been exposed to stevia for quite a long time, mm. ever since um, stevia has been approved by FDA, my, my family has been using it. Yeah. In a daily basis, daily yeah. Basis. Mm. And also, uh, the fact that our father has discovered even before he, he received USFDA approval, and because of that, he also was do back then was active in doing a lot of community work for the diabetics, where they, he went to a lot of places like uh, Kedah or Perlis for the outskirts of KL for them to meet the diabetic patient and for them to do diabetic treatment and also diabetic care. From there, we see a lot of patients are suffering from gangrene foot or from the effects of having a diabetes. 
And a lot of people don't even make it to the next day when we found them and when we gave them stevia products. So we discovered that there's a lot of illness or there's a lot of effects due to excessive amount of sugar in food products. It's not the sugar itself, it's the excessive amount that's inside the food products. So what we discovered is that we know that we can apply stevia or alternative sweeteners, which is mostly natural, into food products and make it healthier and low calorie. So that's how we discovered it. And in fact, 10 years ago, my father pitched to me has and how we can make food products or in fact we have to make a diabetic halal and also diabetic friendly food products and we want ourselves to be championing in Malaysia. So throughout these 10 years we have we created a lot of food products such as coffee, chocolate drink and our very own stevia sweetener. In fact we have our own locally food drinks. So along this part plan we have somehow ventured into the food products and we have somehow aware, have master on how we're going to apply stevia and other locally sweeteners into daily food products that's available right now in the market. Mm. Yeah. So, what is stevia actually? I know, I guess like chemically, mm. it's supposed to have zero calories, mm. but I heard the sweetness in the same concentration as like regular sugar, it's like 200 times as sweet. No? 300, 300, 300 times as sweet, yeah. right. Yeah. So, what, what is it? Stevia is actually, um, it's just a leaf, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it has like a, a natural sweetness to it. It's very, very sweet, 300 times sweet, sweeter than sugar. And even though it's like very sweet, it, it does have a bitter aftertaste, which um, some companies are, or some people are... Trying to remove uh, others. Yeah, yeah, still struggling to adapt to the taste. But we managed to uh, mask the bitterness Mm. in our products. To Amira's expertise, because she has been using stevia since she was young. Yeah. And also, she has copied a lot of stevia products. In fact, in her me going mama, she sprinkled stevia. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that's how quite she, the yeah. stevia addict, yes. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct, yeah. Wait, so it's like when you when you go to the mama, you have like a, a bag of or packet of stevia in your, stevia. In, yeah. your, yeah. in your purse or something? It's kind <laughs> of embarrassing, but it is true. Yeah. I am. A... Yeah, but that's how she mastered stevia products and how she knows how to apply it because every single product is different in terms of application and also the amount of stevia or the amount of sweetener is being used so therefore that's why right now a lot of big companies are struggling because they don't know how to incorporate into food products Amira knows how to do it that's how she knows how to like blend it really well yeah. mm. in terms of stevia itself mm. um, it's just a leaf that we extract the sweetness mm. Mm. yeah so you have you you brought some of your condensed milk product with you here today. Good. Shall we shall we taste some? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> right, right. This is a, a tetare that we made using our product, our sweetened condensed milk without sugar. Ah. Right, right. So a, a plain um, tea like teo mixed with our condensed milk. Mm. <laughs> and also we give you also the try the taste of this the condensate itself right because usually people like oh they'll be skeptical is it is it really true that there's no sugar inside ah. but when you taste it they know that it's really different thank you you're welcome oh mm. yeah. <laughs> actually it just tastes like regular taste right no ah I can't mm, I would say I can't detect okay tell you what a difference to be more like uh, say more precise you have to taste the, the milk itself. Because just milk, the condensed milk, just right? the condensed yeah. So this is, Pure basically milk. what's in it is just the milk okay, plus it's, yeah. stevia. It's yes. 70% milk with stevia and oligofructose. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, it smells it. different though from, yeah. it smells a bit different from regular condensed milk, I would say. i give it I just, a try. I've never tasted condensed milk just like this on your tongue. It seems very rich. Well, actually, that's pretty good news <laughs> for you. <laughs> but some people actually 
eat it by its own. Yeah, they, or, they, yeah, they use it as spread, like everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What do you think? What do you think? Okay, to be fair, because I haven't tasted condensed milk on its own, mm-hmm. like regular condensed milk, it's hard for me to draw a comparison. It's okay. But really. I would say, yeah, I would I would eat this. <laughs> and like knowing that it's zero calories makes it even better. It's like, oh, this won't yeah. like because, make me uh, with gula, <laughs> The calorie for one teta with potongula is only 50 calories. Compared to the traditional ones, it's 140 calories. So that's a comparative in terms of the calorie reduction. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like the texture is like a condensed milk. Correct. Pretty much the same texture as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I was saying when you put it into, although on its own it has like a different smell than mm. condensed milk, when mm. you put it into a tetare, I, I, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. yeah, which is really good. And a lot of people uh, say that it smells and it tastes like caramel. Mm. That's right, that's right. Mm. If you want, if you have some time, you can always compare with the traditional ones and also the potato. You can uh, see mm. the difference, the taste. The, mm. But texture-wise and everything is almost the same. Nice. Yeah. We hope that people don't expect it as too thick because ours is a bit not uh, visibly as thick because we don't use sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, hope yeah. that people are mm. aware of that, what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. So you say it can still like tarate the same? No? Yeah, when you put it works the same. In fact, <laughs> you can use it for bakeries, pastries. Ah. Also, it, it works really well for tetare and also right. yeah. So from the first experimental product that you made, the accidental botongula that you first made, how long did it take for you to arrive at this current product that you have now? I think it was uh, around three months to perfect it because, of course, trial and error. And um, after getting feedbacks from, from people, yeah. Mm. And I heard now you have like a patent pending as well for Correct. for this product? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. Yeah, we submitted our patent uh, application by May of this year. Ah, yeah. so uh, when when are you expecting to hear back from that? Uh, 18 months usually, the process of a patent application. But um, after getting our um, IPO checkup, uh, there's no other similar formula. Similar, yeah, similar right. Formula, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Huh. We are the first in the world. Wow. Yeah. I guess condensed milk is such a big thing in Malaysia that like yeah. people don't really use it as widely in other countries, right? Correct. Mm. It's a 1.5 billion market space in Malaysia alone. Wow. Correct. It's amazing. And I heard you guys are planning to not just limit yourself to the Malaysian market as well, right? You guys are planning to do like Asia or even like the UK? The demand is higher in developed countries and also mm. the, the, the highest consumption of pseudoconans be like Thailand, Indonesia. There's a high demand of pseudoconans products available in there. They use it for breakfast items as spread for the spreads, mm. for the toast and also the water channels and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since the inception of your company in November 2018, right? Correct. What has the biggest challenges been in terms of setting up the business around this this product that you have? Um, it's definitely the awareness of of consumers. Um, they they don't really know that the ingredients in food products are full of sugar. Mm-hmm. So number one is educating them on how to read the ingredients because the ingredient list is from highest to lowest. So if you read the first ingredient is sugar, that's like the biggest <laughs> amount yes, of right. ingredient in there. Right. Yeah. And also the fact that we are a small company, a startup for that matter. As a startup, because we are less than one year back then. In fact, we started our first year, which is November this year. So 
a lot of banks deny our request for application for loans and everything because of we are less than one year cut short. So and also so basically we are struggling to expand to like um, keep up with the factory and also keep up with the demands. And also uh, the fact that as a small player we have to do a lot of awareness or campaigns. So that's why we are trying to best find a distribution and also a marketing company that we can collaborate with basically. So we are looking for key partners for to expand Portugal and make it like a household name. In fact, we are currently in collaboration with our chef consultant, which is Dr. Fazli from Suka Suka. So with that, we hope that we can expand even further and make it like familiar name so that people know that they can they want to try a, a better version of Tetari. They can, you know, use Potongula. Yeah. So basically, um, we do what we can, but at the same time, we know that the potential is big. It's a big market, it's a big potential, and the value that it creates to the, uh, to the people, to the consumer, and to Malaysia, because we believe that we want to be like the first ever sweet to condense with you. What sugar is unheard of in anywhere parts of the world. So we know that we want to champion this. We want to be like the next grab, where we like champion an industry where there's no one there, even though there's a big, big player out there. In fact, there's not much player, but we know that with the, the value that we're bringing and the capacity and also the uh, what we can do. So with all of this, we intact that we know that we can go higher, we can be profitable, we can do a lot of things. In fact, it's not just milk that we're bringing. We are going to do a lot of cookies, um, spreads, and meal, and we come up with a chocolate version. And also, the the ones that we're going to go, we're going, going to go masculine is that we are going to do the sweetened beverage creamer. That'll be for the masculine market because it's cheaper, it's more uh, affordable, and it will be widely available. So. With that, it's easier for the consumer to make healthier choices because when food products are healthier and be able to be more affordable, it's easy for them to make healthier choices. Mm. And then with that, we know that we can reduce the amount of diseases due to excessive sugar in food products. Mm, it sounds like you have very, very big dreams. Yeah. And yeah, we'll definitely touch on the uh, health issues and mm. different mm. illnesses that might come out of it when you consume a very sugary diet. Good. And we'll talk about that right after the break. Stay with us. You're listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89. Point nine. Welcome back to Breaking Bread. I'm Jun and I've been speaking to Anas Lufti Norman and Amira Jasmine Norman, the founders of Potongular, a startup that's been pushing for a healthier, low sugar alternative to condensed milk. So, obviously, with the motivations behind your company, it's there have been a lot of like health issues in Malaysia, right? We've heard news about Malaysians being the most obese people in Southeast Asia, which doesn't seem like it when you walk along the streets of, of KL. But uh, I'm sure you know a lot about the health issues that are plaguing us. Can you tell me a bit more about that? All right. So basically, um, yes, it's not like visible, like like truly visible in KL, because usually the ones that are suffering are the ones that are outskirts of KL, right. where there's not much access to healthy food products, places like you know Kedah or Perlis or Penang, where it's harder for them to get low calorie or organic food products because of this not really available. So we know that in fact, three point six million diabetics are in Malaysia alone and the numbers are keep on increasing every year. So yes, the number is rising and the, the consumers in terms of the age are getting younger and younger. In fact, youngest as children are getting affected by diabetes, obesity and they are heading towards being a diabetic person and they have a genetic hereditary where their parents as well is also uh, potentially suffering from diabetes as well. So 
In the, in the end of the day, we know that because of the excessive sugar in food products, does not does not help to the fact that consumers right now are like suffering because of it. Because insulin and also like medicine due to diabetes is not really cheap, and it's expensive towards especially towards government because we have to increase our expenditure towards healthcare. That's what we are trying to do. Is that we want to be one of the key solutions in combating that, like diseases due to excessive sugar. We know that when we do that, it's easy for them to be able to get better choices. You know, eat healthy food for us, eat in moderation, and also to enjoy food for us. Because diabetics, they cannot enjoy sweet things anymore. One thing you have to understand. In fact, they have to cut down their rice. They have to cut down like carbohydrates. So based on what we have done, putting a lot of our diabetic consumers, they can be able to enjoy rice at the same time they can. Enjoy teh tarik, potong gula. Hmm. Same sweetness, but minus the calories and minus sugar. Zero white sugar. So that's the best part. We are going. We are offering people value of food at this original state without excessive amount of white sugar. Mm. Right. But it still kind of boggles me how, you know, where does this unhealthiness, where does this obesity come from, right? Because if you look at our cuisine, hmm. our local cuisine, there are a lot of I guess, fresh produce that goes into it, like mm. healthy vegetables. Mm-hmm. Although, yes, we are very like carb-heavy, right? Mm, yes. But there are other countries like Indonesia, Thailand that have like similar, com- uh, like their dishes or their meals have a similar composition to ours. But how come Malaysians are the ones that have turned more obese? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. the hidden sugar in um, ready food products. Yeah. Um, they... They don't know that what they drink mostly is in the drinks, yeah. and what they doing is actually just sugar. Even yeah. the juice, um, I would Coca Cola is like the basic one. Mm. Yeah, especially juice. Ah, they they think juice is healthy. They think is a uh, tea is healthy, yeah. but it's but it's a tea with a lot of sugar, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just a yeah. regular sugarless tea. Come on, yeah. You can see the consumption of bubble teas. Oh it's my god, twenty <laughs> teaspoon of sugar yeah. in yeah. like one cup. Uh-huh. So, Malaysians are consumed almost, and, yeah. Uh, basic food products as well, such as kicap, tomato sauce, chili Chim sauce. sauce yeah. that, those are hidden sugar that people don't know that's packed with sugar. Mm, yeah. yeah, And people are thought of uh, malt drinks. Um, well, we're not saying it's name, but yeah. We call, <laughs> we call it malt drinks. Uh. Malt it's drinks okay, are I, full I, of I will, sugar. I would say, are you talking about Milo? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say anything. Yeah. But... Yeah, but usually a lot of products, I mean, that is a very market, it's almost more than 50% of content is actually sugar. Yeah. We all know that. So basically, what we are trying is that, yes, there's sugar inside, but what can we do? Can we cut it down? Can we make it less sweet? But, but, but people still want to keep sweet things. People mm-hmm. still want to enjoy different products. So, so we come up with potong gula because you can still enjoy sweet things. You can eat food products. Mm-hmm. But minus out the sugar and make it healthier and locally and use locally sweeteners. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty smart. You're like kind mm-hmm. of tackling it at the source, right? Correct. It's like yeah. still giving people what they want. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, somehow making it a lot healthier for them as well. Yeah, and affordable. Mm. So that people, it's easy for them to make, like, to buy like daily food products at their affordable price. For mm-hmm. the day, you can use it on a daily lapse, yeah. Mm. Other than stevia though, there's been news of like, uh, many other sugar alternatives, right? Have you guys experimented with any of those? Or are you set on like, using stevia and expanding your range of products based on stevia? We've used um, other sweeteners as well, such as um, lohongo, um, oligofructose. I said like lohango as in the Chinese. Fruit. The yes. fruit. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. those, that's actually very sweet. Yeah. Ah. It's a good yeah. sweetener. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 
those are healthier options as well. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you usually have it with like, you know, the Chinese herbal drinks yeah, and stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what we add is we take the sweetener, combine it. Because the best part about stevia is that its application is have to be combined with other sweeteners. Amira will tell you how it's the high intensity and the low intensity sweetener works. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of uh, high intensity sweeteners, there's plenty out there. There's uh, natural ones, there are synthetic ones. But... To to play with it, to combine it with other type of sweetener is how you get a good masking or how to use it in a proper way. Yeah, mm. there's an application like let's say for example, uh, the sweetener application for bread, ice cream or bubble tea is different one. And Amira somehow half mastered and she knows what is the sweetener needed because sometimes uh, different sweeteners you need like millet points or also need any brownie effect. So with that, she knows how to use a certain kind of sweetener that is suitable for every product because every product is different. So she knows which one is suitable for di- this kind of products. Mm. So we don't play with just stevia, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, But stevia has uh, a way into my heart because <laughs> I am a stevia addict. Then are there any like adverse effects of stevia then? Uh, no, because um, it is a natural sweetener and it does not absorb in the body. It just goes through the body. Mm. Yeah, so you're not absorbing anything. Yeah. Right, so it kind of like satisfies your taste buds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just like, it's like goes this. away. We are trying to introduce people that sweetness is a flavor, not a calorie or not yeah, like yeah. an added value to the product. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So tell me about some of the other products that you have running in your pipeline because what's in the market right now for you is the condensed milk, right? Okay. But I'm sure you have many different ideas playing around in your labs and whatnot. Tell me about some of those. I've already done the chocolate one, called chocolate version of condensed milk. Which, yeah, but we, it has not been debuted yet. But the reviews, the, the, the people that have tried it, they really love it. And we, <laughs> when are you going to come out? <laughs> but not yet. We're not ready for it yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to wait for a good debut. Right. By next year, hopefully. Cool. Yeah. And I heard yeah. you guys are planning on moving into ready-made drinks. Yeah, and correct, correct. coffee and chocolate. And we also coming up with spreads, like you know, something like hazelnut, like you know, Nutella. Yeah, something similar, but zero white sugar. And also, we are coming up with the creamer version, which is, of course, more affordable. It will be three to four ringgit product. And it will be more uh, masky. We're going to hit a lot of retail stores and major. And in fact, what we are going to do is that we are going to present as a... Because retail products is just one of the first phase of the company. After the next phase is that we are going to position ourselves as an ingredient supplier to a lot of hotels, cafes, and also restaurants. So then they can incorporate their milk, the critical milk, into their food products, making pastries, tetare, bandung, everything that's somewhat healthier so that they can serve it to the people and they can create income with it. And at the same time, they're giving up more value to the people. Mm. So would you say that is the ultimate goal then, to move into more like an ingredient supplier? Yes. Yes. um, we we always imagine when people order tetare kurang gula, they will order tetare potong gula. That's how you be mama is be tetare potong gula. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it will have like your name, your product will be on you the menu itself, right? Mm. Wow, cool. Well, all the best with that. So just to end... Where can people find your products? Right. So basically, uh, we are available in our website, www.potongula.com. 
And uh, we have also our own uh, WhatsApp number where people can come in, have inquiries or order directly from us. And uh, we're also available in social media such as Facebook, which is Potongula. And uh, with our Instagram, which is Potongula, M-Y, Potongula, M-Y. Mm, and Potongula is P-O-T-O-N-G-U-L-E-R. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show today, guys. Thank you so much. That's all we have for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website at www.bfm.my. And if you're hungry for recipes to try out this weekend or want to read some funky food writing, you can find those on my blog at junantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-T-T-O-N-I-C.com. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9.